Hey everyone, it's Britt from Tiny Bites. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. I love that for when I'm traveling. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Tiny Bites on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and follow me so you never miss an episode of Tiny Bites. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service and now it can be your go-to for podcasts too. Hello and welcome to Tiny Bites, bite-sized discussions on minimalism, the simple life, and tiny houses. This is episode 29. My name is Britt and I hope all is well in your corner of the world this week. So last week on the podcast, I shared my dirty minimalist secret that I don't think everything we own has to be quote-unquote practical in the traditional definition of the word. Based on the comments I got on the episode, it seems like it really resonated with you, which is awesome. My friend Brittany over at the Rinky Dink Life called in with a great comment and example of when practicality and beauty are opposed when we have to buy something new, and I wanted to share that with you now. So here's Brittany. Hey Britt, it's Brittany from the Rinky Dink Life. This was such an awesome episode, very practical tips. <laughs> um, so I really related to um, ha- just dismantling this myth that everything has to be practical. I bought into that. I also bought into the kind of um, minimalism guideline, if you will, of making sure everything new that I purchased um, should be dual purpose. So recently I bought this um, bench for my office and instead of just buying one that I liked, I for some reason had it in my head that I needed to get one that also had storage. Um, So it's not a bad decision, I think, to make sure that things we purchase um, are practical, but I think we have to look beyond that and pick things that are going to enrich our lives um, just by being beautiful or just by being something that we like. Awesome episode. Thanks for that insightful message, Brittany. I think you make a really good point. There's absolutely nothing wrong with buying something that is quote-unquote practical or is dual purpose, but if dual purpose isn't your style, then that item isn't really going to add anything to your life. I think there is something to be said for the beauty of an item and how it makes us feel in a more unquantifiable, emotional way that impacts how we feel on a day-to-day basis. If you ever want to call in with a comment or a question, remember you can do that through the Anchor app or you can comment over on the blog at tinyambitions.com and I'll still include your comment in an episode of Tiny Bites. I love hearing from you guys, so if you ever have anything on your mind, I want to hear it. Moving into this week's topic for Tiny Bites, remember that time back in January when I started doing a shopping ban? Well, it's been five months and I haven't done an update in a while, so I thought I would do one here for Tiny Bites. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, the short version is that I'm doing a shopping ban for 2018 to help get my finances back in order. My shopping ban includes anything that isn't essential like food, rent, and car insurance. If you want to read more about the shopping ban, I'll be linking all the posts I've written so far in the show notes for this episode over at tinyambitions.com. 
The reason I haven't done an update in a while is that I've kind of hit my shopping ban stride. It's been going quite well, so I haven't had a ton of stuff to report on, which doesn't really make for a particularly interesting story. As of the day that this episode is going live, I have 226 days left in my shopping ban, which is kind of crazy. In a lot of ways, the ban has been going by quickly, but at the same time also going by slowly. Checking in on my shopping impulse ometer, I've been pretty good on this front too, as long as I remove temptation. As an example, I had to go shoe shopping for the wedding I'm in this summer, and this spending was excluded from the ban since it was part of my established wedding fund, and I've known since last August that I've had to do it. I found the pair that I wanted on the first try at my local consignment store, so that wasn't the issue. The issue was, it was one of the first times I'd been in a store since starting the ban, and I'm not going to lie, it was a challenge to keep my impulse in check. As we've already established over on the blog, I love vintage secondhand stuff, so this secondhand store was amazing. It also had clothing and housewares like furniture, so it was a double whammy. I didn't end up buying anything, and I wouldn't have. I like to follow the rules, including the ban rules I've imposed on myself, but it was interesting to see that the low-lying shopping impulse is still there in me when presented with the opportunity to shop. When given the opportunity to shop, it's hard for my brain to say no. It will try its hardest to convince me that buying something is the best possible thing I could do in that situation. On the flip side though, if I don't have the perfect opportunity to shop, I won't do it. So for me, it's all about the circumstances. When I broke my compulsive shopping habit, I removed nearly all temptation for myself. It was one of the only ways for me to be sure I wouldn't fall back into old habits. And there was just something romantic and nostalgic about searching for that awesome vintage find. It makes me feel like the non-crime related cousin of Sherlock Holmes. Given how long I've been battling this impulse, I suspect it will be something that I continue to deal with for the foreseeable future. For me, I don't think it will be something I overcome completely, maybe ever, and that's why the ban and my minimalist lifestyle in general is important to me. So that's all I've got for a shopping ban update. It's still going, and it is definitely interesting to see how my shopping impulses are still there even after everything. It's basically part of my personality at this point, but recognizing that the behavior is there is a key part to being mindful of my shopping behavior into the future. That's it for this week's episode of Tiny Bites. If you don't want to miss an episode of the podcast, you can favorite my station in Anchor or subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, or Pocket Cast. Until next time, have a great week.